if we just take the ugliest kids and send them all to labor camps? You know, nobody wants to look at them. Because every time you buy something, you rue how little a bill can buy you. <laughs> yeah, so why are you getting your baseball? Oh, oh, I was... I was Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes I do! <laughs> Hello! Welcome back! To what is the show? Another episode. I'm still Laura Chilver. I'm still Archie McIntosh. Really? Nice. Got a great show for you today. Um, All sorts of things lined up. Poetry Corner. The issues. Jokes. New sponsor after some yes, troubles. Yes, uh, we unfortunately. Well, no. we'll get to that. Um, and the great escape with a great reenactment. Oh yes. Yes, well the the first reenactment we ever did. Yes, it unleashed the greatness of Anur. It did. It did. Yes, this is something to look forward to. It's really good. Well, it's really fun. Uh, Let's episode get started. Four. How how were you feeling about the podcast so far? We uh pretty good. Hit a pretty huge milestone. <laughs> yes, triple, triple digits. Triple digits. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not on our bank account. We don't make money from this. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're too good for this. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this. Um, well. What? Okay. Yes. So we need to start with the message from our newest sponsor. Yes. Previous sponsor. Much. Nifty Life Solutions. Um, had to, at least for the time being, drop them. Uh, I realized that they're selling... Nooses. Yeah, they're, they're actually selling... I don't know, when they advertised pre-tied nooses, I didn't put two and two together, but it turns out people they're, they're selling nooses to people. People are using those to kill purposes. themselves. That's terrible. I, I Call me a pessimist. I don't think this company has the public's best interest at heart. Well, we need to clarify a few things. Basically, some people were upset. We don't want to hurt the public. So we thought we got an offer from another sponsor. We'll go with them for a while. Yes. We think they've got the public's best interest more at heart. That's so, exactly what we think. Well, yes. A word from our newest sponsor. Thank you very much, Falique. Falique, that's what they're called? That is what they're ah, called. Ah, French. Yes. International. We're spreading out. How often do you feel? Are you flaccid like veal? Do you wish you were big like your friend Emile? Do you know the atomic gears of chromium vanadium steel? No? Well, it is time to seal the deal. Phallis by Phallic. Our divine new fragrance. Described as a playful, effervescent, repugnant. For the gentleman with a petite endowment, 
a playful putrid scent perfect for day and night with notes of manure asbestos chlorine and desperation for your little problem Alice by Balik bring out the animal in you Thank you, Falik, for sponsoring the show. Yes, yes. by now. Go you, reach you, out, find them. I've got some. It's brilliant. Love use it. code uh, What is this show three yeah. at checkout to get three percent off your order and worth first it. order over a hundred pounds. Yes, all three pounds off or more if you spend more. Obviously, you can do the math. I'm sure. So. What do... Oh, next up... You have a huge ring in your mug. Yeah, thanks. I'm kind of show... Look, look. Can you, can you put this towards the camera? We're going to set up a Patreon. I think we'll have, like, tier one is, like, help get Laura. <laughs> look at that. It's disgusting. It's a cat ring. Have you not seen the cat in the hat? The, yes, I have. That's exactly that. Oh, yes. You're, is, is that in the bath? The, yes. Yeah. Except for mine's That's fine, my mug's like a, a used bath, that's what I want. But used by tea, yes. Okay. Anyway, while we continue to argue about this, it's time for Scott and Angela to give you a little information about the kids over in The Issues. Yeah, viewer retention seems to drop almost immediately, so uh, we're thinking maybe, you know, Put all the eggs in one basket. Put Scott and Angela at the start of the show. See what happens. Yeah. So if you're listening now, don't don't disappear to go watch TikTok. Uh, do the opposite. Stay and don't watch TikTok and listen to... Watch Scott and Angela tell you about the kids they're gonna, these Yeah, days. they're going to discuss the kids. War. Climate change. Sexism. Inflation. The, the issues. issues. Well, welcome back to the issues. Welcome back. I'm Angela Clark. And I'm Scott Douglas. There we go. Anyway, welcome back to the issues. Well, what's the issue today, Angela? Well, an issue that I think has been coming a long time is the kids. The kids. We have many issues with kids these days, don't we? I mean, where do we start? Shall, shall I start or should you? Where shall we start? Well, I mean, Angela, they're, uh, they're out of control, aren't they, the kids? Oh, they're they absolutely are. And mugging people. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they just have, they're so undisciplined. year eight, mugging people. They're so rude. They have no purpose. They're not doing anything useful. There's just, you know, ever since the abolishment of corporal punishment with these stupid new laws they've become so rude and undisciplined yeah as soon as we stopped slapping them they've got a you know they're all cocky absolutely it's so much better too much spring in their step not scared enough of the world and they're not doing anything useful you know back in the days of child labor chimney sweeps not that we need chimney sweeps anymore but if we had them running my errands oh how things would be so much better well it might be good 
you know, chimney sweeps used to exist for chimneys, but now they exist to sort out pesky kids. Yes, Bring you them know, back. I used to have a bunch of orphans working in my basement, and it was great. They used to fix my clothes, hem my things, make me some jewelry. It was wonderful. I didn't even have to pay them. I just paid them in food, which I thought was really more than fair. But socialized services. Well, what else do you disagree. need? Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, I mean, they were kids. They don't need anything. It was wonderful. I thought win-win, but no social services. Yeah, I mean, yeah, these these kids get too confident when you start paying them an actual living wage. It's bad. Absolutely, absolutely. I could not agree more. There's just, and it's. It's such an overlooked problem. The government's really not doing enough about it. Everyone can see how it's a terrible problem. Really, and it's worldwide. It's not just in our country. It's global. Yeah, this is a universal issue to the human species. I mean, when you think about it, how many kids actually contribute something useful to the world? Probably like five Exactly. Five, I mean, six. That's probably why child mortality is so high yes, globally. Yes, yes, I hear you. It's absolute proof of survival of the fittest, just like my great great uncle Charlie Darwin predicted. Oh, Charlie D. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. My yes. my great great uncle. He's totally right. And and children are such great evidence of it. They're useless mostly, and that's why most of them are dying. So that's our issue. How are we going to fix it? What are our solutions? Well, I mean, first of all, there's a, if we start with the basics, there's just plain and simple too many of them. Absolutely. I mean, look at kids in the, the baby goat sense. What do ecologists do if you've got too many? You cull them. You get, you get in a helicopter, you hire a sniper, you cull the goats. Same thing for humans. They just cull some of them. Absolutely. Sacrifice the many for the few. You know? Yeah, start randomly bombing a few school buses. It's just, it's really necessary so that the important few of us can just prosper more, can be more preposterous. Yes, let's bring back the razor blades in candy. Great idea, absolutely. And I think also what would be really useful for when kids are showing undisciplined and cocky behaviour, we could create some labour camps for them to be sent to and work for free. Yeah, no more, oh, if you carry on like that you're gonna have to nothing will happen but i'll be disappointed that's like you're going to the camps yeah there they could learn discipline we'd improve the economy and it would make it that much easier to buy british again just win 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 not just a win but a triple win yeah buying british is a kind of solution in disguise here Absolutely. It's, you know, it's not even just a solution to the kids' problem, it's a solution to the economic problems and a solution to the problems of outsourcing many of the important services we have in this country. Yes. I mean, people at home listening probably thinking, well, that's a well and good, but you know, how can the, the working man, the, the individual, contribute? And, you know, like uh, Greta Thunberg says, no one's too small to make a difference. One thing I like to do is just simply to glare at kids on the street. Absolutely. You know, crush their self-esteem. It makes so, such a difference. It really, really helps. Yes. This is something you at home can start doing to really make a difference. Start helping and be a part of the solution. Really give them the, most, the meanest look you can. Maybe even shoot out an insult. Mm. Yes, you, you know, break into their homes steal a plastic toy, gut it, and leave it outside the school. And for any of the kind of politicians, institutions listening, for a more you know, macro solution, 
The one part child policy, it didn't really seem to work in China, but I do no, think it's no, a, no, yeah. it, it is a good starting point of reference. So maybe instead, if we just take the ugliest kids and send them all to labor camps, you know, nobody wants to look at them, but they could at least work for them. Wait, for so, us. so you're saying one child policy, but in addition to that, the ugliest half of the kids. No, no, no. We don't do the one child policy. We, we know that didn't work, but they had a good. They had the the right idea. We don't want. It's not. It's not just about population. It's about the kids. So we just take all yes, the ugliest yeah. kids. Because if you've got one kid, you don't want it to be like an ugly, lazy, useless kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not how you make a great country. You take the ugliest kids. Nobody wants to look at them. Send them all to labor camps, and they can actually be of use. No one has to look at them. Yes, they can create sense. things we want. Help us buy British. Help the economy. That's great. And then we can get the remaining kids, and they can have a kind of battle royale fight to the death, so that only the, the half survival s- of the fittest. I like it exactly. Yes. Only the the half smartest, you know, the fifty percent smartest kids will remain. And that yes. will really give us the foundation for the strongest, best country going forward. And also, those are those. Winning kids earned their life. They didn't get a get a handout. Absolutely, and be more goddamn appreciative. You know we're going to have a strong, yes. wonderful country going forward, and then going forward because that's just going to sort out all the kid, the existing kids. For the the kids going forward, we can have you know we can start a, a baseline threshold IQ and level of attractiveness, and we can just apply that to any adults in the country. And if you are above that, cool, re recreate spawn as you like. And if you're below that. As soon as you give birth, pop, your kids go off yes, to the labor yeah, camp. Yeah, you're not allowed kids. Who do you think you are? Yeah, I mean, of course, we need you to, to fuel the labor camps, but you're not going to take them home. We don't want to see them running about no, the streets, no, no, polluting no. our vision, having to deal with their slow minds. Well, Angela, I think this has been an extremely productive episode of The Issues. I cannot agree more. I think we've really come up with some strong solutions, and a great breadth of solutions too, ones that people can really implement at home. And once it can be implemented on a much larger national scale. Yes. Well, I've been uh, Scott Uh, Douglas. I've been Angela Clark. Thank you very much for joining us with the issues. And for our solution. Back to the studio. We'll be back next week to tackle another issue. So, thank you very much, Scott and Angela. (laughs) We always are aware of the fact you're here. Yes, we certainly are. Well, that so, was someone put that on a the kids a, a greetings card on Etsy. <laughs> I don't worry, yeah. I can bank on that one. Oh yeah, that's what I'll be giving sweet, my kids. Sweet daughter, I'm just like yes, I'm aware you're here. That's for the for the people you, you want to you know you don't want to show you love them, but you want to show that you don't hate them. Trademark. Yes, neutral neutrality is good. It's safe. Total ambivalence. There's not enough cards for ambivalence. You know, I... I, Just like there's not enough books for Poetry Corner. (laughs) Yes. Well, I... I, uh, Scott and Angela really got me thinking about the kids. Yeah? Um, What are you thinking about the kids? I think I'd be a a terrible father. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, Well, partly because I'd have to... Give them some of my genes, but I feel like that's sort of immoral. Well, they would spend a lot of time in the bathroom, but otherwise, I disagree. I think you'd be quite good. But how do you like? 
when, when they say things to you and it's not interesting and you have to make them feel that you're interested because they need to feel loved, how do you do that? It's kind of like zone out? I do it all the time. Okay. With people everywhere. You know, you... You're doing it now? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Maybe you can teach me. It's, it's easy. Get a little practice. No problem. It's really great. We're just like, mm, yeah, mm, totally. Tots my goats. <laughs> Tots my goats. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, that's going on the list. Tots my goats, my pal, my dear friend. Yeah, I'm keeping track of a, a, a Laura dictionary <laughs> of phrases. Uh, pretty, pretty extensive. Maybe we can release that after the poetry books. Just thinking that. Great minds. Well, before we put uh, any more douses on the old horn. <laughs> that was one of my best phrases ever. That is move on. trademarked. <laughs> really put a douser on the old horn. We've written some poems. For Poetry Corner. Oh no, that was... I was trying not to laugh at the same time because I remembered... When I originated a dowser on the old horn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what you were laughing about when you gave that presentation to like all of zoology? No, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> was was that your impression of the not the? What was it? What? <laughs> like a hairdresser? Or... <laughs> you mean when it was in the big lecture theatre and I just stood at the front laughing? Yeah. All of your group gave detailed talks and really contributed. And then Laura goes up and it's her go. And like, during other people talking, she was kind of laughing and I was trying to hold it back. And I, I was trying to hold it in because I would laugh <laughs> when you laugh. And then you tried to speak. You said one word and just burst out. Like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm really sorry. And then I, I was trying to hold it in and I couldn't stop laughing. I, I completely... <laughs> Let myself go. And this was like the really boring red listing guy who was just quietly oh, in the corner. Yeah. And like the substitute teacher has no idea how to handle the job. And then... <laughs> the substitute teacher. Yeah, Laura's group kind of looks awkward at her as she's just completely collapsing with laughter. And then you explained like, hey, fun fact, uh, this is why uh, electrotherapy was invented. Because when you have a, a, a seizure, yes, it raises it your mood. it is a fun fact. I had recently had a seizure... And I'm usually in quite a good mood post-seizure, and it turns out that they invented electrocharge therapy because epileptics tend to be in good moods after seizures. I can't remember what I was laughing at. Do you remember? Because I definitely told you what I, I was laughing at. This it, is going to be such entertainment. I bet there's going to be such retention. It was that thing you... It was like... A, it might have been a Nazi. It might have been just a generic German accent saying something... Like a little phrase, you said it to me in the kitchen, and it was like, the idea was you would do that as a stand-up routine. What? Uh, yeah. Am I <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I take a medication that doesn't let me remember anything. It wasn't, it might have been Dowser on the old one. It wasn't Dowser it wasn't on the that, old no, it was, That it was, was a it great was, phrase. It was this thing. Oh, oh, it was, it was Pubes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, I did. Pubes. <laughs> oh, you have a vein popping out your neck. See, th this is, she was laughing like this. 
in the middle of this huge talk. After about five people get really serious, important presentation. See, bullshit you are, I had a seizure excuse. You were just laughing at pubes. Look at you now. We'll be back in a minute. <coughs> oh my gosh. Well, I look forward to that being developed into your full stand-up routine. Uh, yeah, I think I want to try it. Just three minutes on stage. Yeah, and then I said, pubes. Scott and Angela, I think we can head over to Poetry Corner. Yes, we can. We're going to read some poems. We're going to read them. Yes, this week's theme is being kind to food servers, a very important topic. Yeah, and for people at home thinking, oh, poems, oh, that doesn't really sound like the dopamine hit that I want. I'm going to go to TikTok. Stop. Uh, Stop that because you're going to absolutely love this. Yeah, this is a new wave of poetry. This is the new cool thing. You should, you should tell your friends about this. You heard it here first. So who's going first? Uh, we'll do a rock paper scissors. Okay, rock <laughs> paper scissors go. Oh. <laughs> How do you like them apples? Not very much. Okay, you can go first. Okay. Uh, this is a poem we wrote during. Um, Be nice to. F- Food service awareness month, something like that. Yes, it was be nice to food service. People are pussies now. Awareness week. Okay, or just yeah. be nice to food servers week. Yes. Um, so there's a week. In what, January, I think. Yeah, there's one week out of the 52 in a year where you actually have to be nice to food service. And this is one of them. So now it might not be very cool to read this poem, but I'm going to do it anyway. because, yeah, because uh, we think it shouldn't just be a week. Yeah, the whole year. Yeah. Yes. Um, here we go. Hi, food server. Take me to a seat. I'm a damn hungry lady and there's food I need to eat. What do you mean I need to wait in the queue? Let me call daddy. He'll teach some manners to you. Hi, food server. I think I'll have a steak. But make it medium rare so my teeth don't break. What the frig is this? It's red in the middle. Are you trying to kill me? Put it back on the griddle. Hi, food server. My food's gone cold. How long has it been? You look really old. Heat it back up before I go berserk. And don't think I'll be tipping you. I think you're a jerk. Hi, food server. There's hair in my meal. What's the kitchen doing? Is it my life they're trying to steal? Oh, that abuse, abuse. I'm being threatened with a pen. For that, there's no excuse. Hi, food server. Please bring the bill to pay. 
Oh no, I, uh, I lost my wallet. Uh, I'll pay another day. I'm going to be off now. You guys should get a grip. Learn how to cook. Oh, and don't expect tip. I like that every verse started with the same words. Me too, it saved time writing it. Okay, fine. You ready for why you should be kind to food servers? I am. Excellent. Mucho excelente. <laughs> Hi, Alan. <laughs> Sorry? What, your one bit of feedback is that you <laughs> like that every... Things start to the same line because, like, oh, you like I like when you didn't deviate and try and be creative and it failed disastrously. No, I think that was a literary technique that you employed. <laughs> well, that's like <laughs> I don't know. You see someone with nice makeup on, you go, ah, oh, I see that that is a you've applied like a beauty technique to yourself in an attempt <laughs> to make yourself look nicer. Without saying, okay. Give my poem the compliments it deserves. That's nice. I guess that's fine. <laughs> Time for yours. I like the message within it. <laughs> I think that's even worse. It's just, just for yours. There once was a man whose name was Jim. His life was very good to him, but he was a mean and rude young male whose oh, no. story tells a cautionary tale. Jim always liked to go out to eat, whether for breakfast or lunch, savory or sweet. But Jim had one truly terrible flaw, and I don't mean him eating dessert with coleslaw. He eats dessert with coleslaw? Terrible, I know. Oh, and that's not his terrible fall. It could always be seen by any observer that Jim was truly horrible to all of his servers. After too much abuse from him, the restaurant staff got their revenge on Jim. The chef with whom Jim had started a feud mixed dirt from his shoe into Jim's food. The waiter Jim had called names very rude, actually started to fart onto Jim's food. Really? Yes, he did. Oh, fuck. After he insulted the woman who on him waited, she brought him morning coffee, secretly decaffeinated. The bartender, Jim, tried to grope and to whom he'd been lewd, peed in his drink and spat on his food. One night, Jim hit on the maitre d' working late watch. So in return, the waiter spilled cheap wine on his crotch. Jim got so mad, he started to call names and shout, attacking the staff in a verbal blowout. Another patron caught this on their phone. Jim looked terrible, his rudeness overblown. They put it on TikTok and the video went viral. Everyone saw it and Jim's life took a downward spiral. 
His agency didn't want such a rude man for their PR. So Jim lost his job, ceased to be their rising star. His wife and friends too, appalled with this behavior, left him, citing the video as an eye-opening savior. Meanwhile, the serving staff returned to serving well. With tasty food and good service, the restaurant excelled. So let this tale be a lesson to you. Servers are people too. Treat them kind. Make sure that you do. Can't believe how invested I got in Jim. And I had to watch I had to watch him rise to the top and then crumble. Like like Anakin in Star Wars. Exactly. Exactly. I think that Anakin was actually based off Jim. Yes. I, okay, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, let's, let's see if we can get that TikTok video, maybe. Yeah. In a future episode. Okay. Nice. Well, that was the poems. Yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed us, this week. Let us know if you have any poem topic requests. Yes, and we can feature them in another week's Poetry Corner. Be as specific as you like. If, if uh, you're mad at your mum and you want us to write poems trashing your mum, then you can give us yeah. some details. We absolutely can. Various things. Yeah, it can also be as broad as you like. If you want us to write poems on the universe, that's also a possibility. I, d- I don't think we're brilliant. brilliant. Poetry corner. Well, I was just going to say, I don't think my brain's very equipped for writing about the universe. Well, like, write about smaller things like McDonald's and grass. Yeah, well, we'll see. If someone, you know, right okay. Maybe you'll okay. have to try. Or be kicked off the show forever. Don't worry. It's not going to happen. I'm not a rogue radio station. <laughs> so, shall we uh, move on to this week's jokes? Go to the comedy club and tell a few jokes? I think we shall. Alrighty. Time for a nice... Yes. Off we go. So this week in the comedy club, we are going... To compete. Yes, we're doing a, a joke competition. Good thing we have such excellent jokes this week. Yes, these wonderful jokes are sure to mean that we get more than zero points each. I think we should first just make it obvious how dirty these cups are. Um, again, we will put a Patreon below, I think. Yes, we will. We need, uh, well, we need is, money. We are yeah, poor yeah, students this and this is unacceptable. Yes. So, so we will... When the other person take a joke, we will take a sip of water, hold water in our mouths, and if we manage to make the other person spit out their water from our joke, we get a point. Yeah, I, I think this time it is, it's like you have your water in your mouth and then you do your full repertoire, repeatedly trying to make the person spit water out, and then we'll swap and then the other person will do it. Okay, fine. So, should we do rock, paper, scissors to decide yeah. who goes first? One, two, three, go! Oh! Ah, you thought because last time I did that thing that I would do this thing. Ah, you thought wrong. Okay, fine. Alright, I, um... Okay, I'd like me to tell my jokes first. Fine. Fill your mouth with way too much water. Ooh, you drink from that cup. Yeah, these are jokes about 
communist Russia. Kind of a broad term, but Soviet Russia being within that. Um. Oh, hey, Laura, I didn't see you there. Uh. <laughs> okay, joke number two. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so anyway, I didn't see you there, Laura. I was just thinking, um, I can't decide what to do this Friday. Uh, it's really getting to me. Uh, I could go to my boss's house for a boring work do that I've been invited to. Yeah, okay. But also, uh, I could visit communist Russia. Uh, it's tricky. If I don't like my boss's party, it might be a bit awkward, but at least I can leave. But if I, if I go to communist Russia and I don't like the party, they'll kill me. You know, both ways, you have to pretend to like the party. Mm -hmm. Okay. Went to communist Russia once before I'd tell you the story, but now I'm going to share it. Uh, okay, well, this one, this one will get you. Um, hey, do you know that during my A-level exams, uh, mm -hmm. the, gra the grades achieved by students were pretty varied, you know, uh, People at home varied. Uh, that means there, there are lots of different ways that something is. Um, I myself achieved top marks. Mm. Uh, that was my peak. Uh, but it, but in, in my first year of university, which is also your first year, if you remember, before we knew each other, um, everyone got the same grade allowed to progress. No no class. You know, you just got it says nothing allowed to progress to the next year. Now that's what you call Karl Marx. Mm -hmm. Whereas everybody got the same, you know, when I when I did really better than other people, that I got top marks. But everyone gets the same thing. Mm. That's Karl Marx. Uh, what do Soviet journalists say to each other before publishing a risky political piece? <laughs> Gulag. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Gulag. <laughs> you drinking more water? It's like <laughs> the mute version of heckling. Okay, well, I guess this one will get you. Uh, what do you call a ship that was made in America, sailed into Russia, and then was hijacked after both those things by Soviet pirates? The USSR. Okay, well, I will tally up the points afterwards. <laughs> mm. I think the best part is all the things that made me laugh were the bits that weren't your jokes. <laughs> it was looking at you, drinking more water. Yes, I believe the, the biggest laugh by a large margin was, hello, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, maybe I should stop trying to be funny. I think it seems to, <laughs> I think if I was to do stand-up, I'd have a better shot just having a conversation <laughs> with myself on stage than actually attempting to make people laugh. Okay, put some water in your mouth. Okay. Get ready for my incredibly terrible okay. dad jokes. 
Yeah, so, do you like my pubes? <laughs> See, it's good! That, uh, that's not on your... That can't be on your list. Yeah, that, that, that's that was cheap. my spontaneous stand-up. Uh, it is a good stand-up you know, set. I, Three minutes of that on stage. Oh, I, I told a joke. Okay, I guess it wasn't on theme. No, I'm just, I'm just gonna laugh at every time oh. I remember it. Okay. Go on, put it in. Oops. Yeah, at the weekend. Especially with, uh, what is this show? The whole world is watching podcasts. But in Soviet Russia, podcasts are watching you. <laughs> oh. Oops. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. That's nicely written. Notorious for capital punishment, curfews, and the death of millions. Doesn't sound very social to me. I like the, the drops in your moustache. Nobody ever talks about the positives of Soviet famines, forced mm. labour camps. Think of all the extreme weight loss and New Year body goals that actually were achieved. Mm-hmm. Do you still have water in your mouth? Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Did you hear about the guy who wanted to investigate the KGB? Mm-hmm. No, me neither. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm here all week with my pool. So I was watching Reagan's speech, mm -hmm. you know, the really famous one. It's like, tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev. Mm -hmm. So inspiring. I was mm. so inspired that I actually went and watched the next few episodes of Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Why is the Russian currency called a ruble? Because every time you buy something, you rue how little a bill can buy you. <laughs> I think that's two points to me. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed those uh, Soviet Russian jokes. I think <laughs> two that you actually laughed at. <laughs> We've told each other these jokes before, months ago, and I never remember the punchlines. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> I, this, I was so ridiculous, and you got so mad at me for not knowing what room meant. <laughs> yes! <laughs> What's like, furious at me for a week afterwards. <laughs>
What do you fucking don't, don't know what rue means? You didn't, yeah, you didn't have a clue. Oh. And then I told you, and you're like, oh, wow, that's actually quite funny. It's really funny. It's great. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed oh, yeah. our communist Russia that jokes. Was, that was much. nice. So that's 2 nil to me. Wow, what a victory. Yes, yeah. okay. This, I mean, look at that. Oh, wait, I'll do a... With the, the kind of high tech we have here, I can put... I can show... Look, I've got a second camera here now. Can look, look at this water on the table. It's ridiculous. That's a, it's the joke's gone. That's... Uh, yeah, it's a tragedy. Uh, how sweet my victory feels. So what's my prize? Your prize, okay, uh, the people in the comments can decide a prize for Laura. Yeah, please do. Please comment below, or tell me what prize I deserve. I can't wait. That'll be amazing. Uh, can I just ask you to shift closer to the, yeah. the table, Laura? And now that we've finished the jokes from Soviet Russia, yeah, what's we next can move to a reenactment in Nazi Germany. Really? Can yeah, so we're covering all of the... Oh, oh, wait, hang on. Although it doesn't feature any Nazis. As far, I mean, I've not seen it, but as far as I'm aware, because Commandant von Luger hates Nazis, and he's the main German, so I don't think there's any Nazis in it. Disaster, I forgot. Ugh, this is a... 1980s, 83, 87, Soviet Red Army hat. It's better wear this while telling the jokes to make it authentic. But I forgot. So I'll just put this on now quickly um, for the thumbnail. Look at your little chin. Yes, this isn't a very beard friendly. <laughs> Spectacular, splendid. <laughs> okay, well, what's, All right. what's, oh yes, yes, the, the Great, great escape. escape. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, yeah. Do, 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 do. I think that's the theme. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is The, the Great, Great Escape. Escape. So, start of the film, the prisoners of war go into the prison. And really? <laughs> yes. And okay, like, glad, I'm glad that's cleared up. That's good. Because I, I, I was worried, camp. I was confused. And the, like, head prisoner is taken in, and Commandant von Luger has a nice chat with him. So this is a nice uh, quote from the, the camp high guard. This is a new camp. It has been built to hold you and your men. It has been organized to incorporate all we have learned about security measures. And with me, you will not be dealing with a common jailer, but with a stubborn author personally selected for the task by the Luftwaffe High Command. We have effectively put all our rotten eggs in one basket and we plan to watch this basket very carefully. Uh, it's sworn duty of all officers to try and escape. If they can't, it's their sworn duty to cause the enemy to use an inordinate number of troops to guard them, and their sworn duty to harass the enemy. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, I say. Later on, 
Baseball goes to the wire and Captain Hills tries to get it after playing with his baseball. The guards try to shoot him. You want, you want me to see some guns? <laughs> no, don't shoot me! Don't shoot him! <laughs> <laughs> Come down. He doesn't, he doesn't get shot. Don't know, shoot yeah, me! But he's scared because he is being shot. Don't at. shoot me! I'm fine. I'm just getting my ball. The Germans ask why and say it's forbidden. Commandant von Luger comes and they have a beefy convo. <laughs> and Captain Hertz gets sent to the cooler for 20 days. Yeah, so why are you getting your baseball? Oh, what are you doing? I, what, I, I wanted it and it was over there. Oh, I don't think that's what you are really doing, was no, it? No, 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 it is. I promise it is. No, that's not what you are doing. It's what not? are you doing? Tell uh, me, tell me now. Uh, you got me. Uh, here are the wire cutters I was trying to escape. Oh, nice. Thanks for showing me. Into You're... the cooler you go. Uh, fair enough. Okay, cool. Ten days. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, you know what? You did something sneaky there. I will make it twenty days. Ah, uh, what do you like? Captain Hills is in the cooler. And he's playing with his baseball and his glove. And a Scottish guy talks to him about university and home. They discover that they have a cheap clay ground, like in the compounds. Uh, remember in this clip that the guy had the worst Scottish accent ever? Yes. So maybe you should do it. This reminds me of, uh, of, uh, of cheap clay that I had back at university. <laughs> Are you from the Midlands? No, I'm from oh, Scotland's in the north. Found that the ground's really soft. This could be good for digging. Yeah, that's right, laddie. You could uh, you could dig that with a spoon. And then they start digging three tunnels for their great escape. And one of the main digger is called Danny. And there you are, Danny. I'm digging. It's Hi, my seventeenth tunnel. Wow, is it? Dig, that's a dig, lot of tunnels. Dig, dig, dig. Oh, should we say how they're digging the tunnels? With a shovel. Yeah, they're they're like. Shoveling out dirt and then occasionally they're putting some wood up to stop it collapsing and they have this little like railway thing to push themselves along. So it's clever, they have a the the drain in the in the big shower, they take the drain off and the hole is in the ground. So they're they're using that to hide. And they're currently digging and then guards come in and they quickly cover everything up. One guy is mopping. So what are you doing? Hey, I'm just mopping up. Okay, man who's standing in the shower, what are you doing? I need the wash. Hmm, okay, that is believable and plausible. I will turn to the man watching you. What about you? I'm watching him. I'm a lifeguard. Hmm, okay. For some reason I'm going to believe that and now I'm leaving the shower room convinced. Cool. <laughs> the next clip that we watched had his... It's yeah, that guy and Ives doing a diversion with a fake tunnel breakout because they're nice guys to try and stop them thinking about or realizing the real tunnel. So the German head guys are like, Give up your hopeless attempts to escape, you foolish, foolish, purely English and American men, sending you back to the cooler. Uh, okay, that, uh, you've convinced me. We'll stop everything now. Yeah, we're, go, we're really sorry. Yeah, go play with your baseball. Yes, I will. Yeah, no more breakout attempts from us. Excellent. Yeah.
My, my leadership in this prison camp is working spectacularly. I'm just gonna say what he was thinking in his head while he said that. He was thinking, I, I, I mean the opposite of that. Oh, nice. Yes. Ooh, uh, is that yes. the subtext? Yes, yeah. Nice, thanks. I really needed that explained to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, Blythe forges the papers for after they escape so they can leave Germany. And also, meanwhile, the tunnels collapse over time. No, I'm in a collapsed tunnel. Help me. Save me. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, there's <coughs> dust in my eyes. <coughs> You're right there, Danny. <coughs> no. <coughs> You're not there's enjoying so much... that, being buried alive in dirt. No, I'm so claustrophobic. <coughs> oh, no, this is... Well, this sucks. Oh, no, I'm not claustrophobic yet. I've just got sand in my eyes. When the Germans discover one of the tunnel openings while prisoners are celebrating imminent escape with moonshine, we're getting drunk on moonshine. <laughs> Ives tries to climb the unguarded fence and is shot to death. Pew, pew. Oh, that's pretty sad. Mm. Okay. Moving swiftly on, Danny gets claustrophobic and doesn't want to go. This tunnel is as much mine as anybody. I dug it, I built it, and I was buried many times. I will go when I want. Take him out, take him out. Danny, it's all right. Take another place in the line. It's all right, Danny. It's all right, Danny. Don't be crazy, Danny. It's all right, it's all right, it's all right. You can go anytime you want. Just don't go mad, Danny. Don't go mad. It's all right. You're going crazy. Get down, God damn it, you madman. Laura's taking some creative liberties here. <laughs> A little bit off script. I like the part where you slap my neck. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I don't quite remember the clip. <laughs> anyway, then they do the escape, and whoop, whoop. there is success through the tunnel. They made three tunnels, and 76 people escaped. To flee through the Third Reich. Do, 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 do. Bow, bow. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, a lot of them are captured while they try to leave the country in various ways. Uh, Hendel and Blythe crash land a plane on the Swiss border. That's pretty cool. And then get bow. captured. My play noise. And, uh, <laughs> Air raid siren. <laughs> but they're on the Swiss border and Switzerland are neutral, so mm, winning. Winning, yes. <laughs> oh, and then Except they didn't win, I think they got murdered. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> no, maybe they said like three people escaped, so maybe it's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> crash landing a plane, maybe they just died in the plane crash. Yeah, anyway, so. Uh, Escape though, success. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, and then Captain Hills goes on his motorbike jump meow, pew, over the fence before he well, crashes. Well, it's like there. Before he crashes into the barbed wire. Why did you bother making the jump just to turn around and drive into barbed wire? Do 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 of course. Well, they're right next to yeah. him when he crashes. They're, they're standing there watching him go, look at this, he's not going to try it, is he? He does try it, and they're just kind of standing there with their arms crossed like this. Oh, I almost feel bad for him. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he's, okay, yeah, he's in the barbed wire. Cool. And uh, Hill, of course, goes back in the cooler, back to the camp, and he starts planning his next escape. And that is the great escape 
as far as we know from having watched a few YouTube clips and a review. <laughs> and also, uh, just a little fun fact, 50 of them were murdered on the orders of Hitler. <laughs> That's not... Okay, back to the studio. Well, that was The Great Escape. Fantastic. Yes, it was. Um, just like Chicken Run? Just like Chicken Run. Okay, okay. Is it not? What? You know, Ginger's in the cooler and they escape. Have you really... Wow. Yeah, maybe Chicken Run might be like a kid's version of The Great Escape. Yeah. Okay, we need to, and look, she we need uses to look the into baseball. this. And she uses the baseball in the cooler, which that guy whose name... The, the main guy in The Great Escape does. They're at least referencing it. Ch Chicken Run did quite well, didn't it? I think so. I mean, it's a good film. So maybe there's like a whole untapped gap in the cinema market for like animal kid-friendly versions of... I'm not sure it's untapped. Well, I don't know. Is there like a... It's not fully exploited. Is there like a chicken guinea pig themed Schindler's List or... Now we're there, talking. Yeah, I can't. Someone, someone get on that quick. Maybe we could do the comedy animal yeah, yeah. reenactment here. Um, Would you like that? Let us know below. Uh, but, but in all seriousness, you know, uh, seriousness, in all seriousness. Yeah. Um, the Holocaust was a national tragedy. Yeah, I know. As someone who's family had to do a lot of escaping from Nazis, I'm quite aware. Okay, good. I was just checking, because I did see you laughing there, and I wanted to check that you understand that it was a national tragedy. It was an international tragedy. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, wait, what's what's next? We're done. Oh, oh, we're done! Well, we've just had the brilliant Great Escape reenactment. Can't comment on the film itself, haven't seen it. Oh man, it goes so quickly. I know. Spectacular. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. I hope you've had as fabulous a time as we have. We'll be back next week with more sketches, jokes, poetry corner. Scott and Angela will be back. We'll have another reenactment. If there's other things you'd like to see, Comment below, let us know. Yeah. And I'll uh, still be Laura Chilwer. Thank you for making it uh, this far into the show. We see the retention graphs. That's right. I mean, I don't know why I'm speaking angrily, because none of the people in Angrid will be watching at this point. We uh, like you yeah, very yeah. much. I, if you're still listening, there's like, there's like four or five of you. So uh, thank we, you. Yeah, thank, we are. Yeah. We could have a nice dinner party together. Yes. We look forward to it. Um, and also, if we had a well, if you're new to the show, if you have started listening to us and you haven't said anything, leave us a comment. Say hi. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We love it to hear from you and subscribe so you can hear from us. Yes, and we'll remember you when this ridiculous little show uh, goes worldwide. Brilliant. That is what is the show? Brilliant and ridiculous. Yes. So have a wonderful week. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll week. see you next time. And in the meantime, you can watch uh, a video here. <laughs>